let's let's shift and talk a little bit about the Broncos game um, as we close up. I know we've we've uh, been on here for a while, but uh, interesting things. I, I listened to a I will not say which, but a, a very hard to listen to um, Broncos podcast yesterday, and I uh, heard some of their responses to their fifty three man roster. One a couple things that, that stuck out to me were. Sua Cravens, a safety from uh, the Redskins, the free agent signing they had, um, was a big part of their defensive plans. Um, specifically, the Broncos had trouble defending tight ends last year, uh, and Cravens was a big part of how they thought they were going to address that. He was put on IR, so he's out. Um, and additionally, Clinton McDonald was signed as a big part of their defensive line. He was cut. So um, some interesting you know, names there and some interesting impact. Uh, you know, the, the, what I heard, and I think makes some sense as I read a little bit as well, is the Broncos really struggled. They had a horrible quarterback play last year and had over 30 turnovers, and a lot of those were interceptions, and the defense just couldn't make up for it. The case to be made for the Broncos being better this year largely is about that Case Keenum is just going to turn the ball over less, um, be more responsible with the ball, and that's going to allow their defense to, to make make a difference. So... Um, I'm kind of curious. We already talked about what our predictions are for this game, so we're doing this a little bit in reverse. But, um, you know, Evan, what what are you what are you thinking about for this Broncos game? What what uh, what are you hoping to see from the Seahawks? Yeah, well, the Broncos are relying on a lot of youthful talent, a lot of rookies, just like the Seahawks are too. But I, I just don't think they have the offensive firepower to score more than the Seahawks will. Um, I just don't see Case Keenum, Royce Freeman, and their offensive line putting up more points than we do. I actually think our defense is going to be uh, uh, su- play surprisingly well on Sunday, and uh, I think Chris Carson's going to have a big game on the ground. Um, uh, this, this to me, like I've preached a million times before, this year is the year of the Seahawks offense, and and we're going to outscore a lot of opponents and. Our defense is not going to be consistent. I am telling you that right now. There are going to be games where our defense is extremely inconsistent, extremely frustrating, and will probably choke away the game for us once or twice. Um, But this year is the story of the offense, and this offensive line is newly improved. Um, We've got Chris Carson, who looks like a beast. We've got a Hall of Fame first-round running back that all of analytics Twitter loves. We have a future MVP. I'm super excited about our offense. I, I can't stop talking about it. So, Nathan, you know, you've got them as a loss in this game. Um, what do you think would have to happen um, for them to be able to win it? They're going to have to just play a really clean game, I think. Um, I think being on the road, opener, they're young. Um, you know, you're probably going to have Shaquem out there instead of KJ. Is that official yet? Is that uh, or is that going to be? Yeah, it's pretty official. Um, you know, the cornerback situation, I I don't think this game is like unwinnable by any stretch, but it's just a bad situation. And it's a team that's their first, I mean, this is a really different team and it's the first time that they're all going to be really coming together as, as one, one team to play and they got to do it on the road, um, against a not great team, but a solid team. And so if they can play really cohesive mistake free do all this do all that kind of stuff right i think they can win but um yeah i think it's going to take a lot 
Yeah, how do you, Jeff, how do you feel about Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas against Shaquille Griffin and Dante Johnson? Yeah, so the interesting thing, we haven't really talked about Dante Johnson. That was one of the big things to come out of the roster. He's gonna he's probably starting a week one. Oh yeah. The way Denver's been playing is they've been using a lot of three receiver sets. It's been Thomas on the outside, their second round pick, Corlin Sutton on the outside, and Sanders is playing inside. Hmm. I think Sanders versus Justin Coleman is the big matchup in this game. Hmm. I think Griffin's gonna match up with Thomas, and I think Dante Johnson goes up against Sutton, the more bigger. So Keenum had really good success with slot receivers last year, whether it was Thielen or Diggs. And Sanders has been moving around. He's been getting like a crazy amount of targets from Keenum. I clearly had a fancy football draft to make. So, yeah, I think that Dante Johnson versus Sutton might be the matchup that swings this game either way. Because I think Coleman might be one of the more reliable players on this defense, and he's the one who's going to be guarding Keenum's probably favorite target. So that's kind of the matchup I'm looking for in this game. Something that will be, I, I kind of, I agree that that's an interesting matchup, but I think more than what Sanders can do against Coleman, it'll be interesting to see how much they look at going with a bigger slot. Um, I don't know that they move Demarius Thomas around or move him inside much, um, or if they'll try to do that with Cortland Sutton being a rookie, but we saw Coleman struggle with bigger wide receivers in the preseason. I mean, that's um, that's his big weakness. It, it, he'll beat you with all the speed and the quickness, but um, you're gonna he, he's gonna lose uh, jump balls. And you know, Thomas and Sutton are two guys that could exploit him that way. Whether Denver actually looks to use him that way or not will be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious what you guys what your take is on um, Royce Freeman. I mean, he's some people think that he's going to break out. Um, you know, some people think the the Broncos running back group is is highly questionable. Anyone have a strong feeling on Freeman? I didn't catch him in the preseason. How did he do? Well, he won the job. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I think on the whole, it's not an impressive running back group. Um, Freeman was a nice running back coming out of college. He was a guy I liked for Seattle, but I liked him as like a third or fourth round pick, which I think is right about where he went. Um, but I didn't follow him much. Um, I, I thought he didn't. I had heard he hadn't played particularly well in the preseason, but I don't know if that's true or not. Well, one of the things I'm curious about is, um, you know, this was the number one run defense in the NFL last year. Um, 3.3 yards per carry allowed, which is remarkable. Um, you know, I think the Seahawks, if they're going to, they're going to end up with, uh, no rushing yards and you know that they're going to be trying to establish that um that's going to be trouble um you know passing wise i mean interestingly from a sack rate percentage sack percentage they were like 17th in the nfl so everyone thinks von miller but they had trouble getting the passer and bradley chubb who they they drafted to help there has not had a particularly strong preseason rushing the passer so um, I don't know if pass rush is going to be as good. Um, you know, obviously they lost Tlaib. Um, Adam Pacman Jones comes in there, and I'm not, I'm not convinced that he's that great. So, um, you know, I, I feel like the passing game again to, to Nathan's delight and, and Mr. Baldwin, uh, who's hopefully listening. Um, 
really should be a, a, a key part of, of their plan there. Um, oh, there's something I was going to ask you guys and I just forgot. Um, While you try to think of it, yeah. I will correct myself because I don't know where I heard that Freeman hadn't played well, but he played pretty well. Um, 84 yards, three touchdowns, 5.6 yards per carry in the preseason. So that is solid. A couple runs over 20 yards for touchdowns too. So uh, that's cool. I mean, like I said, he was a nice running back coming out of college. Um, he could potentially be someone that is pretty solid for them. Yeah. Well, uh, the Broncos were also, their defense was second in the NFL and third down percentage allowed. It's uh, 31.6%. So, um, again, I mean, this is, this has been a pretty, a pretty solid defense. It's not quite the defense it was when they won the Super Bowl, but, um, you know, the, I guess I'd say this, <clears throat> the Seahawks can go in there and beat this defense on the road in the, in the road opener with all the stats that you mentioned, Nathan, in mind. Um, I guess I'd ask, does that change, would that change your perspective on what the prospects are for the season? Evan's having them 16-0 if they win this game. 16-0. <laughs> Evan's Evan winning this game. <laughs> Evan's taking them 16-0. I don't care. Uh, it would for me. I mean, it, it depends a little on, on how they do it. But um, I'm going to swing a lot more on what they do, even in just one regular season game, than I, I think I would have or have um, over the preseason. Um, I think we're going to learn a lot about this team. Yeah. Um, so last question I have, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, give me one thing that you're hoping to see in this game. And I'll start, um, you know, something that, and maybe something that isn't, isn't as expected um, or hasn't been the case in the past. Um, at least that's what comes to mind for me. Uh, I want to steal two, but I'll leave, I'll leave one uh, that I know someone else probably will take. So I would love to see Brandon Marshall um, and more than just Brandon Marshall make an impact, but for the Seahawks to have enough passes in their game plan that the third and fourth receiver are actually a meaningful part of um, the box score and uh, have you know more than a single target. So I believe the Seahawks' greatest advantage this year may come in situations where they um, put more receivers on the field. I think it's one of their stronger groups. And uh, in this game in particular, I think that would be a, uh, a really good sign if they could get someone like Brandon Marshall, who is a former Bronco, um, to, to put up big numbers. Evan, how about you? It'd be really cool to see our secondary nab a couple turnovers. Cedric mm. Thompson interception, Shaq interception, don't care who does it. I'd love to see some turnovers. We didn't see that in preseason at all except for I think the one fumble recovered in the end zone, which doesn't even really count. But um, I'd, I'd love to see them get some turnovers. We need to give this offense as many opportunities as possible, and uh, it'd be a glimmer of hope from this defense. Jeff? I want to see how Doug Baldwin looks. Uh, we haven't seen him at all in the preseason. Uh, I just want to see what kind, of, what kind of speed he's playing at, what his routes look like, whatever his not 100%. I don't know if he's just being humble. It doesn't seem like it's Doug's style. Um, yeah, I want to see what he looks like. Him against uh, probably Chris Harris, one of the more interesting matchups in this game. So I'm keen in on that. Nathan. 
I have another wide receiver that somehow hasn't been named yet, even though we've already gone through two. I want to see what Tyler Lockett looks like. The dude just got paid, and like that's potentially bad contract for Seattle. Uh, so I want to see him come out and uh, you know play like we've seen him play in the past, and I want to see him look healthy. You know, uh, uh, Tyler is super fun. He's an awesome guy. He's really good when he's right, um, and if he can come out and play well, uh, I think that'd be a really good sign for the season. Yeah, and uh, none of you said the other one I was going to say, so I'll say that in a second. But, uh, Nathan, you wrote a great article this week looking at um, Schottenheimer's tendencies so far in preseason. That's just preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that stood out for me is it, it seemed like he he was passing the ball more often than maybe you expected when you started uh, tracking those plays. They passed a lot, and there was a weird thing at the end of the Chargers game where they passed like 13 times in a row over two drives because it was um, right at the end of the half. Um, But even taking that out, they still passed like 60% 60 of the time, which is right about what they did last year. So, yeah, I think they're going to – again, it's preseason. I don't want to count too much on it. Um, It really goes against everything that Shadi and Pete have talked and seemed to stand for. Um, But they did pass a bunch. Um, and they passed, uh, they passed, they did quite a bit of play action and stuff. Um, it's interesting though, cause well, actually they, they ran as much, um, two wide sets and stuff as they seem to have before, but we'll see how that shakes out over large samples. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that Lockett and Doug both have to be good because I think there is a good chance that they're going to use more two wide receiver sets, even though they haven't really showed that quite yet. Um, so seeing both of those guys get out there and look healthy would be really cool. Yeah, so the the other one that I have to throw out there is I'm dying to see Chris Carson. Um, you know, not Michael Dixon. <laughs> I thought for sure it was gonna be Michael Dixon. That one's that one's like a no brainer. Like it, it, that's not even like a hope. He is going to dominate in in Mile High Stadium. He's gonna kick the ball like out of the stadium. That's far true. Actually, will come over and ask for an autograph. Like will hand over the reins the as the the long punter of, of the NFL, but. No, Chris Carson, I want to see – I'd love to see what he's going to do as the starter, as a runner, and as a receiver. I I really am hoping that they're going to pass the ball to the backs the way that they've started to do in preseason. And I think Rashad Penny's going to get some snaps. I'm really curious to see if he's more than what (laughs) what I have seen so far. Like, I would love to see, uh, you know, that running game get get some – get some play. So there's a lot of storylines. Um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more. At least I think Evan and I probably will be unable to go the rest of the week without doing a pod. So um, Saturday night, probably um, look for, for another pod where we'll talk uh, the night before and uh, take some questions, open it up to chat and uh, do all that then. But for now, we'll call it a night. Um, for those that are already Hawk Blogger patrons, thank you guys. Uh, all the money goes to a great cause. Um, you can join at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Hawk Blogger. Um, all the proceeds go to Ben's Fund. And uh, you get access to the private Facebook group. We have some chats on here where you get invited. Um, and all your questions get answered and you get talk to the fellows. So uh, please consider joining. We'd love to have you. And uh, until then... Um, Until we next see you, uh, go Hawks.